Hi there, this is Nicola. Welcome to the Conscious Changers podcast, where our goal is to help the more conscious, focused household start easy, greener habits that improve health, save some money, and protect the planet. Each week, we will discover the habits our guests have embraced and how it's working for them. We understand that, you know, getting started, and this is including me, getting started and finding new, better ways to live a sort of low impact lifestyle can be hard. So we want to take away the feelings of overwhelm and any kind of eco-anxiety and help you on your journey to making those small changes that the whole family can embrace. My next guest is Daisy. We just met for the first time a few weeks ago and I thoroughly enjoyed my chat with her. She shared so much and showed what passion she had for composting, for recycling, reusing. And she made me really think about something I'd never thought about. And she does talk about this in the podcast. What does a way actually mean and I titled the podcast the podcast episode was titled this because actually I never thought about where away was when we are getting rid of food and clothes and things we don't want anymore so let's get this conversation started I really hope that you take away a few great nuggets from Daisy let's get this podcast started Hi Daisy, Hi. lovely to meet you. How are you doing today? I'm all right, thank you. Good morning. Good How are you? morning. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Yeah. It's a lovely morning today. It is. It's really nice out there. School runs down. Done. Down. Got a cup of tea. I know. We are organised. <laughs> we could chit chat. We can have a nice conversation. Before we get into it, let's mm-hmm. just tell tell me a little bit about you first, so we can understand who Daisy is. Okay, who's Daisy? Um, well. Um, Basic fact, I'm a mother of two and a wife of one. Um, I've lived mm-hmm. in Devon for nearly 20 years. Mm-hmm. Until then, before then, I lived in cities, countrysides all over the world, in this mm-hmm. country, um, in Africa, in Latin America. Oh, wow. You know, so I'm really lucky. It's I've travelled quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now I've very much settled in Devon with family mm-hmm. life and ducks in the garden and all that kind oh, of thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but in terms of who I am, I think... Um, I just I, I would describe myself very much as a networker, as okay. a connector. Mm-hmm. So it's something I've very much inherited from my mother, mm-hmm. and um, I'm really lucky. It's my day job too, mm-hmm. um, in my what I'm paid to do, mm-hmm. and what what I've always been driven by and I'm passionate about is connecting people with other people or with the information that I think they need or they seem to be looking for. Sure. So you know, Facebook groups. I, I I enjoy being part of those and connecting people with information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and in my day job, I do that for families with children with special needs. Fantastic. Yeah. So before we get into how you live your life yeah. as a conscious changer now, mm. give us a view of what your life was before you started becoming more aware, more conscious of your decisions, or have you always worn okay. an eco hat? I think I probably have, mainly through my, through my upbringing. So I was, when I was born, my parents were living on a small holding in the middle of the countryside. Oh. And my mum my particularly is very much of the make-do-amend 
um, generation, well, her mother was. So, you know, everything she has, she repurposes. She's all about, you know, get things from the hedgerows to make jelly and all that kind of stuff. So I think I just had the habit of you don't throw something away unless you can find a use for it. And we're both terrible skip divers. You know, my dad just goes, oh. Skip diving. Skip divers, all the stuff in the sheds. And (laughs) (laughs) mum goes off collecting things here and there. So, yeah, so I absolutely continue that. Mm -hmm. But um, so I think I always did... But, but there are definite changes, I think, in the last few years that a lot of us have made, mm-hmm. where as a society we've noticed, mm-hmm. and I've definitely been part of that, you know, I thought it, I was good, but actually legislation changes, consciousness around the world changes, and I've always, you know, followed on with that and done what I can mm-hmm. um, within, within what we do here. Yeah. In that mix, though, of yeah. all the things that you've done, was there like an aha moment that said, no, okay, mm. things, I'm going to change it now. Mm. I've been doing it this way. We've mm. kind of, you know, touched on it, but yeah. it's time to adjust. I think for me, the moment wasn't necessary. It was about turning what I was always new into actual words. So um, one of my best school friends has lived in New Zealand now for 20 years, and I went to stay with her about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she was the waste management officer for a district in the South Island, which had... I don't know, maybe 6,000 people living in it. And so there's a main town of 5,000, lots of little little places of 100 people. And her job was managing all their waste. And what she said to me was, Daisy, there is no such place as a way. And when you live in a small place like that, and what people are used to doing is literally driving their youth to the edge of town and dumping their stuff in a field. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then they cover that in a bit of soil and go and find another bit of gully to fill. And her job was to change all their habits to say, well, actually, let's collect all the bottles and the glass over here and try and sell them and make a bit of money back for the community. So she was managing that huge change, but that, that one phrase, there is no such place as a way. When you throw away, where, where does it go? Yeah, where does it go? And that was the moment for me when I was like, ah, so everything that I've always been doing now makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And now when you're when we're, you know, collecting our five different bins worth of stuff in the kitchen and I'm saying to the kids, Don't put that there or trying, you know, retrieving things from the bin, I'm going, But where is a way? Where's it going to go? Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the, the most that's I, the core of it all really. I think it is re- it really is. Where is a way because we yeah. put stuff in the bin we put stuff in the landfill recycle and then we forget about it yeah and we assume that the council's going to deal with yeah. it or people will deal somebody with it. will fix it yeah and we don't have we've done our bit we've done yes. the dividing exactly someone it's someone else's problem and the big cultural change was people chucking all of it in one bin mm. and going well that's not my problem and actually taking that step back into their home yeah. where local authorities to manage the waste are saying i need you to take a step in this management with us mm-hmm. we need you to clean your baby bean tins mm-hmm. put things separately mm-hmm. and that is a really big change for a lot of people and really hard mm-hmm. I mean my poor mate is in the supermarket people coming up to go what are you doing in our blower and she just goes yes change is very hard I'm just going to buy my bananas now <laughs> I love it so what have been the three key habits that you've brought into your into your home Okay. The three changes that have really sort of turned around how you look at things. Yeah, I think the main three things that we probably do day to day in terms of our habits is um, composting. Mm-hmm. So I'm very lucky here. We've got a nice garden here. I've got a big enough garden. My husband loves gardening. We, we all like make it nice out there. So we don't throw any food waste in the bin. Okay. It all goes in the garden. Okay. And so that possibly is the other side of me that's a bit lucky is that I'm I'm not a rule follower. I do things my way. When, so, you, when you create your compost, is yeah. it just food? What, what about liquid? Does that 
like you know, all, all of it. Everything. Yogurts, smoothies. Yeah. Any food waste that we're not Anything. using that's gone off, it all wow. goes in the garden. Okay. Even dead chickens. Oh, wow. The yeah. bones, the yeah. carcass. Oh, oh, but an actual live chicken yeah. that just died of a disease. So uh, it, it all goes in the compost. Right, okay. So people worry about rats and mice and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And we do manage it. So we have um, an open compost area yeah. that's like the veggies and stuff. And then we have what's called a green cone, which is a contained composting system. Mm-hmm. So that's where the dead chicken would go. Right, okay. Um, and, you know, and every couple of years we, we dig it out and we dig a big trench in the vegetable patch and we move it across yeah. and it is the most disgusting job in the universe yeah. luckily my husband can't smell <laughs> and this li- smell sort of lingers you hear people walking down the street going, oh! <laughs> because because maybe because of the way we do it it's not we don't you know it's not a perfect yeah. composting system somebody said oh that should kind of come out nice and crumbly i'm like well no we're just chucking all our mints and chickens and what yeah. have you in there yeah. but i'm do you know what? Everything rots eventually. Yes, it does. It no, none of us are scientists, you know, and we're quite good, you know, we've got, Jonathan's got really good at managing the vegetable peels and the chicken mess one, and that does turn into nice crumbly stuff. Um, but in the end, it all rots down, and it doesn't matter how. And for some reason, touch wood, we have only had maybe one or two rats. There are so many cats in from the neighbourhood in our garden, they probably help deal with it as yeah, well. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, but I don't think that should be a reason not to do with it. I think people can have rules and worries mm-hmm. and fears um, and we choose not to. I think you were right there in saying, you know, we're not we're not scientists, we're not mm. chemical people, you know, the majority of us mm. on a daily basis, but we're trying to find better ways mm. that we can embrace better, better more conscious yeah. choices. Yeah, and I think one of the habits that we need to get into is just asking the deeper question. Yeah. So when somebody says, well, you can't put food waste in the compost, like, well, why? All yeah. food rots, yeah. why? Well, we worry about rats. Okay, well, I'll manage the rats then. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, my parents' compost bin was at the bottom of the garden, a long, thin, British, Victorian mm-hmm. garden. There's bloody rat's nest in the bottom of the compost bin. But they were, you know, 100 yards from the house, mm-hmm. and they are, you know, living creatures. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we didn't allow them to get too wild, okay. But they still, you know, we live in a world, we live in an ecosystem. Yes, we do. And part, part of, of the process. Part, part of, of it is that we want a richer ecosystem. I have no idea what it is, but I'm sure rats have a place in it. <laughs> <laughs> so composting has one been huge habit change. Yeah. What's another one? Um, what's another one? Let's think. I think it's that can it be used again thing. Mm-hmm. So when my husband moved in, he came from a very different household. Um, his dad could, you know, brings a man in to screw a light bulb in kind of thing. They're mm-hmm. very different parent people. So I kind of had to teach him, and I think in doing that realised, you know, we don't just throw stuff away, we think about what else can we do with it. And we've got all sorts of piles in the garden of bits and bobs. I mean, um, we had guinea pigs, and I found someone had thrown away some kind of industrial light fitting in the road. Mm -hmm. So, and it was like a bit nice, long, thin bit of bent metal. So I took the light fitting out, and that's been a really good place for the guinea pigs to hide out of the sun. (laughs) That's really imaginative. That's something, yeah. And, um, you know, in the post around our veggie patch to keep the chickens off, we kind of go down the park and cut down a few willow yeah. withies and bring them up. And So it's just about looking around and seeing yeah. what we can use and what can we do for free, yeah. because obviously economically that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's quite fun to go around your garden and see what you what you make. Well, you see what you can do, do, and it, it creates that unique space for you, yeah. doesn't it? You can feel proud of what you've achieved. Absolutely. I'd much rather buy some old pots down at the, uh, the shop at the tip yeah. than go and choose, choose yes. one a new one from the garden centre and I think that's sort of something that's always been in me and I have no idea why but I've always preferred 
other people's clothes or other people's things. I like I like them if they've you know a bit lived in already. Mm-hmm. Then I know it's almost like that person's checked it out for me first. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yeah. a third habit then? Gosh, third habit. Do you know what I wrote down here? I wrote relax and do what you can do and actually government legislation I know where you know there's people on the London bridges right now saying Mm -hmm. change the legislation but bit by bit it has been changing so a lot of the recycling and the habits that we're doing now Mm -hmm. are because our council expects us to Mm -hmm. and so perhaps there's a bit of campaigning a bit of you know we need to embrace that and be part of that and support them mm-hmm. um there's a big change happening in exeter at the moment where over the next two three years they're bringing in food waste and bottle collection and stuff mm-hmm. so it's being on their side you know when they're talking about it on facebook you know say fantastic say this is great mm-hmm. and do it when it comes in a positive way as opposed to being quite negative about and participate as yeah. citizens we are yeah. citizens yes. of this city yes. um and you know so we you know be 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 part of that city none of us are individuals we are all part of this community i think you're right Relax because we do stress like I mm. do stress how what I could do mm. what, what should I be doing and then I get overwhelmed and think I can't I don't mm. know what to do forget it yeah I'll think about it tomorrow yeah or I'm like um okay so I've liked loads of Facebook things yes does that change the world I don't I don't know no yeah. I'm not sure I did actually email the, the the waste man the other day I was like so I do all this liking and this sharing but but what else should we yeah. be doing um unfortunately I need to be at work so I can't go and tie myself to a bridge <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> um I, yeah but you know so yeah what else can we do day to day yeah and what about your kids how have they with all these uh changes and habit Mm. changes you how have they Mm. embraced all of this have they come up with their own habit ideas well I think that's an interesting one because um in thinking about our interview today I realized that I think a lot of it is just I just put it in place and they see me as the person that does that so Mm -hmm. my husband as well sees me as you know the person who the CEO of the the house well the CEO (laughs) of waste management I'm like what are you doing with that there you know so the kids are forever trying to put apple cores in the recycling bin I'm like no to the compost (laughs) so I think I'm just annoying um Freya wanted to go and buy loads of stuff in town I was like why the house is full of pens you don't need any more pens you know so I think I'm just trying to put those thoughts in their head because of course through school through the stuff that they watch on the telly they're aware of the global stuff yeah but what I do need to do more of is I think connecting that here and making that connection for them at home um I suppose you're sort of imprinting questions in their heads do I really need it? Mm. Do I really want it? Yeah. What else could I use it for? Yeah. You know. And giving them habits. So, for example, all their school uniform comes from the PTFA cupboard for 50p a piece. You know, and there's the occasionally I'll buy like a, a bit of new or something. Mm-hmm. But actually, that's just normal to them. Yeah. That, and it's okay. And they both don't, they both have lots of secondhand clothes that have come from various, you know, they're of the age when lots of clothes are circulating. And they're quite happy with that. Yeah. Of all the changes you've been made, you've made in mm. in your in your family life and mm. beyond, what has been the most challenging? I think yeah, going back a step, I've um, it's um, it's been about teaching my children. Um, it's exactly what I was just saying about actually this is why we put things in these different bins. Yeah. This is why I say we don't need to go. You know, they're mm. both at the age now where they're getting their pocket money. And they want it's burning a hole yeah. in their pockets. <laughs> they want to go and buy all the bits of tat in town. Yeah. Um, Freya watches lots of videos of people playing with small plastic dolls mm-hmm. and um, and uh, she now knows when I'm just like, oh, God, look at all that wrapping. And even she's a bit like, God, look at all that wrapping she's getting. Yeah. But she can't help herself but buy them. She's yeah, still adores she's, she's them. got two things going on in her head, hasn't she? It's hard, but it'll be there for the future and it'll be there for when she's Well, my daughter does it. the same. You know, she, she, wants, she wants to get the little 
toy things. Yeah. Like, well, what are you going to do with it after you've yeah. done the, the exciting bit of playing with it for five minutes? Yeah. She says, well, the other day, she says, well, I'll make a jungle, you know. And I'll yeah. put, I was like, yeah, well, what are you going to do with a jungle? I don't know. And I, and I think I should be asking too many questions, but yeah. I was trying to bring her into the point of thinking, do you really need that? Yeah. But then am I taking her away from her play and her imagination? It's, it's yeah. really hard, isn't it? Because they don't know where their imagination is going to take them. No. And to be fair to Freya, she does play with those little plastic mm-hmm. things quite a bit. And she really, she adores the tiny stuff. And she's really into that. No, Jessica, yeah. I think for Jessica, it's, ooh, yay. You know, <laughs> you know what's that... Um, uh, shiny objects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. I want it. I got it. <laughs> you know, and then it's gone. Next, then it's gone. <laughs> Luckily, Felix's current shiny objects is crystals. So they, you know, they've been around for millions. They'll be around for more millions of years. You're so. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I think that's yeah. So, where do you go now to learn about um, you know upcoming changes or things? Mm. Something you've seen on TV that you want to explore? What resources do you go to or um, use? I am a massive Facebook user, far mm. too much probably, but you know it doesn't affect my life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know I, I am in various groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I really in in Exeter we're very lucky. The council have this fantastic um, Dennis the Dust Cart, mm-hmm. and he is. I think um, a really positive voice because he's that really positive, jokey, fun, non-confrontational voice, but from the council, mm-hmm. waste management people, mm-hmm. and um, so I follow him and, and, and join in with the conversations there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting. I don't think I'd quite realised quite how new those conversations were. I was joining in, and people say things. I'm like, oh gosh. So so not everyone does know how charity shops work, or mm-hmm. you know. So so it is as much we're all feeding in information and knowledge to each other and realising that every everybody in those groups is at really different points in their journey um so yeah so I use that a lot and you know talking to friends and but even like you know my parents who are quite eco and I'm just you know I go around the house and I'm like why have you still got a a washing up sponge you know (laughs) but it was only a year ago that I chucked them out and just went oh god an old flannel is just as good (laughs) yeah yeah and I try you know I had fun with crocheting and all that kind of stuff but in the end to be honest the flannel that's a bit manky is the best thing to wash your dishes with you don't need to spend hours making things no, you yeah. can get a piece of cotton, yeah, and just, cut up your old yeah. husband's old shirt. It's all there. It's what it's all everyone did forty years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's going to be the next thing on your list to change? Do you have something in mind? Something a new habit that you're going to form, or is it just a let's just see where the wind is taking us next? I think there's a bit of let's see where the wind's taking us next. I am conscious of the packaging that comes into the house. Um, so I'm always, the, 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 the recurring thought in the back of my head is I really ought to put more effort into where our food comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, in Devon we are so lucky. There are so many beautiful veg boxes and meat boxes and stuff. But I'm not a domestic goddess, so frankly that kind of stuff just kind of overwhelms me. Yeah. The idea of our freezer full of meat, I'm just like, ah, yeah. ah what we got? And then I've got to turn it all into stew. So I'm much happier popping to little three times a week. Yeah. But then we end up with lots of packaging from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do try to make sure that packaging goes in the right place and so making eco bricks you know yeah. stuff in the old bottles and putting it in the recycling but I think that's one thing I th- we ought to look into more um and and like we were saying the other day you kind of want somebody to do the costing for you you know we're not a high income family and I know that if we go to little with them then we're fed and we're okay and um but I'm not one who remembers the price the, the prices of everything mm-hmm. so I kind of want somebody to say right well if you buy my veg box it's the same as what you bought at Lidl yeah. um 
So do you think that do you think the numbers or the, the the prices of things they impact how people make decisions about how they go around being I think more definitely conscious? you cannot get away from the economics of it mm-hmm. and um, I think that's probably a conversation to be had you know there is a perception that for, for you know for, for being eco is um, a nice thing to be able to do so you know, so actually you need to drill down a bit to notice that a bamboo toothbrush actually does cost the same as a Colgate toothbrush mm-hmm. but is it does a, um, a locally sourced potato cost the same as the potatoes that have been shipped in from wherever mm-hmm. often they're not so the true cost of life is something that we're all getting used to you know actually a t-shirt should cost you 25 pounds not two pounds but the reality is I haven't got £25 to spend on a t-shirt that's or that's not my habit that's not what I'm used to spending on a t-shirt so that and and as you know there's not a lot of money going around these days or we all have this perception and and, um so I think economics is a massive factor Mm, it'll help it would change how people make decisions I watched a program uh it was on YouTube and it was a lady who actually said um the cost of her shopping pre mm. you know being more eco conscious mm. and it wasn't there wasn't much in it okay once she started to make the the better choices yeah the, you know the, the sort of more eco-friendly choices yeah she started to see a difference in mm. you know so it was it, it's worth it's, looking it's, into yeah well, a friend of mine gets a veg and meat box and she said actually because they're eating more and better vegetables um they are spending less because they're not buying just a big lump of meat for for dinner so so yes, because they're getting better quality, they're eating more quality and less. Quantity, and that has as has an ongoing effect yeah. of being more nutritious, so yeah. they're healthier. And yeah, that that all of that goes with but it. But then I'm just like, but how long does that take to make? Because I just want to come in from work. I've all been at work. Well, that's for, the thing. You know, we do it? long days. We're at the house yeah. from like half seven till six. Yeah. You just want to come in and chuck a pizza. With Absolutely. You, <laughs> you, yeah, that's the bit you have to be realistic. Yeah. You know. But you know, but we do have a freezer in the shed, yeah. and we put pot, pots of food in there mm. and stuff. So. And that's the, that's the key, is that if you can make certain activities habits, but mm. they benefit you and your environment and your pocket, yeah. then they're good to, they're good to implement. You yeah. know? If you're working and you're, you're, you're doing 12-hour days and mm. then you've got the family to look after, mm. it is a lot more difficult. And, be, and you is. kind of go, I can't do it right now. But coming home to a nice stew that you had in the freezer... Yeah. rather than a, a, a pizza it will also benefit yeah so it's by a slow cooker as well i've got one when you've gone i'll be sitting at the slow <laughs> yeah. cooker that's my plan today <laughs> daisy yeah. it's been awesome oh. chatting with you yeah if people wanted to connect with you what would how would be the best way to do that um well i am on facebook okay. i'm daisy binney um you can look for me i'm i'm in a few of the exeter sites and mm-hmm. um, facebook groups um and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm around, you know. I'm at, I'm at the school gates and heavy tree mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> once yeah. a week. Um, I think yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't quite know what they'd connect with me for, but I'm definitely part of the groups and part of the conversations. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend to be a guru or anything, mm-hmm. but um, but I'll, I'll talk about that. Um, I must just slip in the one thing. Sure. I think one of my passions, and, and you had a question about what is it that you would want everyone to do different. Mm and um for me i think the big thing that i think people need to do differently is 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 bodily waste bodily it's waste. using menstrual cups using real nappies using okay. um, cloth nappies using yeah. cloth pads all that stuff and i think we've been really marketed in the last 60 years into this idea that all our 
bodily waste, our baby's poo and wee and our, our period blood all has to be packaged up in a nice big thing of plastic gel and put in a bin. And that conversation, we all know about it. It's not been at the top of the list for a long time, but you know, nappies is a significant part of the waste that, um, that has to be dealt with. And the solutions are so easy. Um, I did cloth nappies with both my babies and once you get it set, once you get your system set up it's not a challenge at all I used to love seeing the, the row of nappies um, drying in the garden <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic 40s 50s scene it as well is. isn't it yeah but we don't have to wash them by hand now <laughs> yeah. the, machine the machine does it all for you and that's what's great about washing machines yeah one yeah. last question mm. if you know if you could wake up tomorrow morning mm. and you know you know we're all doing the right thing yeah the, the planet's getting better it's mm. improving what would be the one thing you go i've got to check if this has been done what would oh, that be got to check if this has been done i think it's that it's that it's menstrual cuts stuff yeah, yeah it is that stuff and i think it, it, it's one of those weird things like i only found out last week that they're selling them at sainsbury's for a long time it's just been an internet thing and people at the pub oh, going no have you not got your cup yet oh my god they're amazing and my friends just going oh, i love my cup love my cup so it's all been word of mouth word of mouth facebook groups and um and now they're starting to appear on the shelves Supermarket. yeah but i think i know and tampon Tampax started making their own um, there's a lot of research still going on um, and I am quite I am really interested in that stuff my mum happens to be working on big projects about all that so I know through her as well but I'm really interested in just saying to people where's your cup where's your cup where's your cup um, and it's not true that they don't suit everybody because there's like 50 different designs out there and so you know whatever your shape and size and circumstance and as I was saying to you earlier, I'm, a, I'm on a Facebook group with about 17,000 people from around the world and what I don't know about people's bits. <laughs> <laughs> but how amazing that there is now a place in society where someone in the middle of the night can go on the internet and just go, this has just happened, help, or what do I do? Because who did you talk to when we were kids? You know, yeah. would you have dared no. uh, say to the midwife, you know, the school nurse, uh, uh, yeah. what's this thing? Is it my cervix? Or, yeah, yeah. you know, I have heavy periods or whatever. It's just a woman's thing, just deal with it. You just didn't do it. You no. just didn't do it. So I think it's extraordinary that there is a place for that conversation and that it's and uh, and that those conversations are happening. And yeah, everyone, go and buy yourself a cup. <laughs> Daisy, it's been an awesome conversation with you. Thank, thank you. you so much for being on the show and sharing your journey. Mm, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Daisy. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> well, that was today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to our show, The Conscious Changers Podcast. Join me next week for another episode where we explore more habits that families are implementing to help them live healthier, save some money, and ultimately look after the planet. If you'd like to leave us a review, then head over to our Facebook page, The Conscious Changers Podcast. And we also have a website, that's www.consciouschangers.co.uk, where we share more of our episodes, more about our podcast, and reviews of products that we talk about in the show, as well as others that we believe compliment people on this journey thanks so much for listening have an awesome day and we'll see you next time on the conscious changers podcast